0: Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tung.
1: Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. As many of you know, these shows are designed for you to open up to your own awakening journey in this incredibly powerful time of spiritual transformation on the planet. And I'm delighted to welcome to the show today, Elizabeth Holtman, who has written the book called The Power of the Voice. And Elizabeth, as I'm speaking to you here, and obviously I have my own radio voice, no doubt you're <laughs> checking into me as we go through the show today. But welcome to the show and, and I'm always interested for our listeners to find out from our guests how you actually moved through on your journey towards a, a spiritual approach to life and what brought you to write this book.
2: Yes, thank you, Peter. And uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me in this show. I'm it's, very my, delighted. it's my
1: pleasure. Absolute yeah. pleasure.
2: Okay. So to answer your question, yes. Um my beginning was that I think uh, I was very sensitive to sound from when I was a little child, and um, because I, I sang before I spoke my first word, my mother tells me. So singing has been something that was very, very near and very dear to me. So I sang very from very little on, and then I also um, started professionally singing when I was, from when I was nine years old. I um I joined the radio the national radio chorus in, in Denmark, in Copenhagen. And um from the first from the start I was taken out from the chorus to do solo with soloist you know. So I, I sang very, very early and um at the same time I grew up with a spiritual background because my parents were very interested in in a Danish philosopher called Martinus. I don't know if um, you know him over there, but he is very famous in Denmark, and um, he was among my parents, and he, he, I met him very many times when I was little. And, you know, the whole atmosphere in my family was this kind of spiritual, where we, we talked about spiritual themes, we talked about the meaning of life, we talked about how to take care of each other take care of the 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 world of, about you know the animals and the plants and and I also grew up as a vegetarian so all these things i think was components in my life that um, that played a very very uh, a huge role in my life so when i if, when I further on, you know, went into the professional career, I all the time had this feeling that we were playing some roles. At the opera, we were pra- playing these roles and I needed to go back. I needed to go, to go beyond the roles and see what, what is behind that mask. What is behind how maybe you could sing in another way, I thought. And I long to sing more freely from the heart of, so to speak, or uh, more innermost feelings. So, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth, before you
1: you go on, Elizabeth, uh, I just want to ask you a a question, because this is something that many, many people have have had to deal with and have been challenged by. But I know, certainly, in the formal music training that you must Mm. have gone through to be an opera singer, uh, there's a very, um, or can be a very rigid, very formal expectation, style, and precision so as a spiritual person, how did you manage yourself through that classical type of training to be more free and more intuitive in your singing?
2: Yeah, that's a very good question, uh, Peter, because you are quite right. It, it was quite rigid and quite, you know, you have to be so precise. And when you are doing uh, uh, recordings and uh, performances and concerts, you have to be so strictly precise. And I, I did all that because I was trained from very little on. But I, uh, when I grew up, when I was in my 20s, I was singing in the opera. And at that time, I began to uh, try to, to, you know, um, put off all the masks or put off all the rigid stuff I had learned uh, to unlearn, to see what to, to come closer to my innermost feelings, my um, authentic part. And uh, that was quite a job. I had to go, I had to step aside. So I went um, away from the opera after four years. I went away and then I came back again because I missed it. And so I did, you know, several times I went away and came back until I, I just um, trusted myself so much that I could... Go my own way, so to speak yeah
1: and did you feel that you were as a result a better singer
2: absolutely <laughs> yeah, the story is in in fact it's quite uh, funny because at a certain point i um I went away and and i thought i have to I have to find my my own voice or the more uh, the more inner voice, and then for six years. I had I, I refused to have you know opera singers all the way have their teacher like you 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 couldn't do anything without your teacher so I refused to have a teacher and I thought I must I must must do this myself and then I began to train with body expression and I trained with free uh, improvisations and after six years I came back to um, um, to, to, to go to an uh, audition. And um, the people I knew there came to me, several of them, and wow, what has happened to your voice? Who is your new teacher? Can we have the name, please? <laughs> and then I was really astonished. I was, oh. So I thought, okay, they can hear this new freedom in my voice. And um, that was... Um, a sign for me that I was on the right uh, path of my journey here.
1: So tell us now about the book, The Power of the Voice, and what led to you you writing that?
2: Yeah, and that's, uh, it came out of that experience that um, to go deeper into my own, uh, seeking, seeking my own deeper authentic voice. I also thought that I can help people to find that, and I wanted to find and hear these authentic voices in in everybody. So um, I began also therapeutic education. And at that point, I began to write this book. Um, And yet I found out that all these signs in the voice, which I have described in, in the book, these signs... Is a kind of pattern you have in the voice. You have patterns in the voice that are closely related to, to your behavior, to the way you live your life. And um, the voice is like a fingerprint. When you say something, you have so, so all these patterns going on. And if you can be conscious about all these patterns in your voice, you can also release them. You can free yourself and... Um, and get a lot of freedom, a lot of joy, and coming deeper into yourself.
1: So, so who actually is the book <clears throat> written for? Is it for uh, the everyday person, or is it <clears throat> for a professional readership?
2: Well, it is both, I think. Um, I have read it in a very accessible way, so it's it's easy to read, and um, and it's for everybody. It's for the human voice. It's for the human beings. It's not only for professionals, but it's also for professionals but i I wrote it in a way that I wanted my neighbor to understand it, and she did so <laughs> so that's nice and um because this is something general in, in, hu- in human beings we have everybody has a voice, but not everybody has um you know uh a belief that this voice can do anything, but you can do so many things with your voice, whatever level you are at. I mean, it's not, you don't need to be a professional for for having uh, inspiration of this book. Certainly not.
1: So in terms of, of the, you're talking about the voice itself, uh, and people speak words, uh, but the voice itself, <laughs> uh, as you're suggesting, Gives other pieces of you away, as it were. So, let's talk about the voice beyond the words that you're speaking.
2: Yes, the voice beyond the voice, uh, beyond the words. That is what I, what the book is about. Because um, you can, you can say a lot of words, but what I think is the deep communication between us, people here, is. Um, all the melody behind, beyond the words. It's a breath. It's the attack in the in the voice. It's if it's high up here. Oh, it's down here. It's a, a lot of signs. That's uh, it's just like a whole symphony. A lot of energy we are that's coming out through the voice. <clears throat> and um, if you are beginning to to be aware of what you are. Picking up from other people Then you can have a lot of information I think indeed that we are We we are doing Everybody is picking up What we are saying And we are um, receiving all the messages But maybe we are not conscious of, We are not aware of What we are picking up So the book is also um, um, I want to to tell people To try to listen More intense To each other and to be more aware of what, what is coming to you, what is uh, the sensation of this person, what is he saying or what is she saying to you.
1: But beyond the words, more from the actual, the actual quality of the voice and, and the, the personality of the voice which is reflecting the person's personality.
2: Yes, precisely, and also reflecting the, the now. The present moment is, is also what is um, heard in the voice. And we all know it when we talk to people we know really well, our family, our children, um, best friends, and so on. Immediately, when we hear them on the phone, we can hear beneath or beyond the words. We hear if it's true what they are saying. We hear if, uh, okay, she is uh, saying these words, but I can hear on this voice. I know her so well. I can hear immediately that this is not something... Another thing is going on or maybe there's something, she's she's depressed or maybe she's very, very happy, exciting about something. So you pick this up. We, we do that. And that's interesting because I think, um, I believe that the words are only the surface, but uh, what's going on beyond is what is ruling the world, I think.
1: And as you say, that people will often be be saying something, but actually meaning something else, and they're for whatever reason not prepared to actually say what they really want to say
2: really, yes, and sometimes they are also not consciously aware themselves of what's going on and um, so you know there's many levels, but um, what I think is the the most important thing is that um, that we have forgot to listen to each other. I think small children they are they are doing it onto um, a certain age still. They they are so precisely what they hear, and they they can maybe not describe it, but, um, but they they are very precise. So let yeah?
1: we're coming up to our first break, Elizabeth. So we'll take that now, and we'll, and we'll return after the break and start talking okay. a bit about the different archetypes and personalities that reflect a a particular sound and tone in the voice. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
0: This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network.
3: Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenterJourney.com for more information.
0: Explore subconscious programs, belief systems, and past life memories that may be sabotaging your life. Join host Dorian Light on her show, All About You, as she helps you to shift change and heal your life. Each week, Dorian does a light session using psychic energetics and the language of light to energetically shift and clear negative patterns you have stored regarding that week's topics. Step into the realm of infinite possibilities for your life. All About You airs live Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on Seventh Wave. Be visionary. This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tung. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
1: Welcome back to awakening to conscious co-creation with your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. Just a reminder to go to my website, www.petertongue.com, where all of the radio shows are archived uh, with a little description of each particular show. My newsletters are now completely up to date in November, all the way back for a couple of years, where we uh, have descriptions of our landscape zodiac journeys and also articles on what is taking place uh, in the world of spirits right up to the moment. And a new opportunity, which is uh, happening tomorrow, Thursday at 11.30 Pacific, which is to join us in a live meditation on a regular uh, Thursday morning meditation at 11.30. Um, And you can go to my website, www.petertongue.com, click on the events link, and that will take you to more information about the live meditations that will be taking place every Thursday from now now on, beginning tomorrow. And the nice thing about this is that we'll be working with and looking at the energies of the current moment every week. So this week we're going to be looking into the energies all around Remembrance and Veterans Day and all the energies, confusing energies, that abound around that particular topic. So I have with me today Elizabeth Holtman, who's written her book, the first book, The Power of the Voice, and we're about to start looking deeper into that book. So, Elizabeth, tell us uh, a little bit before we go into the different archetypes about the connection that you've come to understand between uh, the voice and our own personalities, our own behavior patterns.
2: Yes, um, I see the voice as a reflection of of the uh, the inner, the, the soul. And um, I've written this book uh, to say that the voice and the way you live your life is the same thing. So it reflects in the voice, how you live your life, how how your pattern of behavior is, so to speak. So um, this relation is this book about. And um, I uh, put up some voice types. I think I put up uh, 20 different voice types, or you could call it archetypes. The roles we put ourselves into, and which is so can be so frustrating uh, to to break free of, because it's like a role we have always played. That role it's not the deeper part of us, but it's the role we're playing. And through working with the voice and um, you know uh, revealing all that stuff that this role has brought to us, freeing ourselves, we can we can really. Um, come free of emotional blocks and uh, patterns of life.
1: So, when you, are Elizabeth, when you when you meet someone uh, for the first time or someone you know, do you automatically drop into uh, who they're sounding like in terms of your archetypes?
2: Yes, I must say. Uh, through <laughs> during the years, I can't, I I I can't switch off that button. <laughs> it's just there all the time. So I'm listening. Yes and also very often when i you know speaking in the phone with people also with people i don't know i have a clear um i have a clear sensation and feeling what is going on and um very often i can say when i put down the the phone that okay this this is not going to be or this is going to be something um, also i i mean um, um also when they say something Maybe the opposite, with the words that they are saying. So I can, um, I can, yeah, I get it. I
1: think. <laughs> so can can you run through them, the archetypes that you have, and just the very yes. like one line description of each? Can you do that?
2: I can do it very quickly. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, I have given them names, so I say the first uh, type, voice type, is called the wolf, and has this you know attack in the in the voice. The second is uh, the optimist who has a rising inflection, the pessimist with a falling inflection, the starter who puts all the energy in the start, in the beginning of the sentence. And a hanging by a threat which is the opposite. Uh, You know, you creep like, you're creeping in and uh, the energy is at the end of sentences. Then there's the echo, who who just echoes and mirroring everything in the surroundings. The waterfall, with no pauses, with um, a lack of inhalation, a lot of exhalation and no inhalation. The silent voice, who just closes off the sound and keeps it inside. The break, who is a a bit of a stuttering, uh, interrupted, you know, just like you, you're holding back all the time. The control freak who has a lot of tension in his tongue. A little girl who has a high-pitched, very, very high-pitched speaking voice like that. And the mumbler who swallows the words and speaks uh, very unclear. The trombones who who has a very, very exaggerated sound so um maybe you 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 can't hear anybody else than in a room when you go into a in a room, and then we have the cocktail party voice who speaks at you know in the um, all out in the peripheral uh, like there's no contact with the body, there's no contact really with the person, and then there's a hoarse voice who has this vocal cords that that are not falling out closely they are not you are you are just getting hoarse all the time like you were if you have a flu or you get cold have a cold you know the vocal cords they are not reaching each other and then there's poor me which has a, a this voice type is whimpering and sighing all the time and having this like whining a bit. And the killjoy, who has a flat, pressed, and will-held voice, like I try to imitate it like this. And then there's the seducer with an intimate, sensual, and seductive voice. And then the last one is the throat clearer, you know, like... Like a person who, who wants to 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 be heard and a bit arrogant, <coughs> a bit authoritative. So um yeah that that was twenty different voice types and they all have their different pattern to to release, I think.
1: And there's a there's a reason why um, they speak in this way, which they may or may not know. I mean, you, and that's what you're doing actually is bringing into awareness, into conscious awareness, these different archetypes that we may actually want to work with under certain circumstances to make to make a point, uh, to exaggerate a certain thing, or to to be supportive of someone else by dropping back and being more gentle and kind. So, so how how can people actually identify? What of these archetypes they are themselves working with? They're representing.
2: Um, in general, it can be quite uh, difficult to know what am I doing? How do I sound? So I um, I would say try to to speak with your friends and family and uh, people that you trust and and yes. Ask them, how do I sound? How do you find my voice? Is it, is it sharp? Is it, uh, is it nice to hear? Is it, am I speaking too fast or too slow? Um, try to have a, a kind of um, your surroundings to, to help you with that. Because I think it's, our voice is such um, a big part of ourselves. And we don't maybe know how we are sounding. So, so that's y-
1: you used the word uh, very early on in the in the show today, about you use the word mask. So in some ways, these are aspects of our masks that we wear, which we put out to the world for whatever reason. So um, one of the things I'm really interested in is which way around is it in terms of the emotions creating the voice or the voice creating the emotions, and can this be used to actually help people find their true, authentic self within?
2: Oh, yes, it can, really. Um, emotions and the voice can't. They're so closely linked together, and they can't be separated. Um, that's what the voice, voice is doing without vo- uh, the, the language. When we have... When we are doing exercises, when I work with people with exercises, I I never use... The words or not never but but um, very often or nearly we, we are sounding we do sounds and when we when we are when people are, are using their voice without language and words they come directly in, in contact with their emotions that's very very um, they, they go deep into you know the voice goes deep into the through the body. And there also the emotions are linked together with the body. So um, it's very close together and uh, that's where the process begins, I think, when we go deeper inside.
1: So it's actually going in in both directions, using sound to connect with the emotions and then the emotions giving a different voice ultimately when, I guess, when you're healed.
2: Precisely, yes. And then you, you you bring it up, and then uh, very often people are, they are very, um, what can you say, they are, sometimes they are a bit shocked, because they didn't know their voice at that level, and they are also um, uh, surprised over what a, a volume they have, what a great voice they have, or high voice they have, you know, so... Um, it's more free when it comes without the voice. It's like sometimes the language are uh, doing limits to limiting the voice. So um, when when we work with um, the sound as the vowel, R, for example, ah, or ah, oh, it's, you know, a lot of um, space in the voice are allowed. That's not allowed when we just have the... The language which are having some borders
1: so the language actually can get in the way of, of, of getting an understanding of your own voice
2: I think so yes
1: so I'll Elizabeth also, we're, we're, coming yeah. up to our, we're coming up to our second break so we'll take that now and we'll return with Elizabeth Holtman after the break it's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation
0: This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Which voice do you hear? The voice of your ego or the voice of your spirit? The one you listen to can determine your entire future, your decisions, your existence. Listen to Two Voices with Dr. Nick and Reverend Linda Martin. We'll identify, discover, and explore your two voices and help you to determine how they shape your life. It's an experience which can allow you to transform your ego, hear the voice of spirit more clearly, and create the life you were meant to live. Two Voices is heard Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America 7th Wave.
3: Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenterJourney.com
0: for more information. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tung. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
1: Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. I just want to take this opportunity to thank uh, my sponsors for this series of shows, Sherry Chase of Chase International Real Estate Company in beautiful Lake Tahoe, Nevada and Reno, Nevada, and also Matt, my regular engineer on the show, and Brandy Jackson, my producer, for providing the opportunity for me to host such very gifted and talented guests talking about their own journeys and talking about their connection to this awakening journey that we are all on, uh, on this sacred planet at this, at this time. So Elizabeth, I was just going to say one of the things I found really interesting for me is I, I lead meditations on a regular basis and do healing work. And I've noticed uh, recently in the last few months that when I'm about to speak after uh, we've been involved in perhaps a 45-minute healing session, I'm not quite sure what my voice is going to sound like, and I, I've been consciously aware of this. That it, it 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 comes out in quite different ways after we've done different healing sessions with different people, and I know you work with people in in your in your healing work, and 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 can you explain that at all?
2: Yes, I think uh, I, when you speak about yourself, there after the healing, it changes your your voice are changed, and I. Immediately think, oh wow! In which way do you think? And I, I imagine that maybe your your voice are falling down in a deeper level. I would think so because uh, that's what's happening uh, with my uh, students when they, when we have sit. You know, we are sitting in a circle doing these uh, voice circle meditations where we are singing freely and um, meditating, and afterwards. Their, their voice, uh, like it, it falls into the, uh, it, 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 the real, the good, the authentic place. And very often it comes down in the body. So it's not high up anymore. It's more relaxed. It's more free. So um, that's what happens mostly, most of the time, yes.
1: And you've obviously got a, a, a very, very clear crystal voice that's also very powerful, you can hear that just by, by hearing you speak. So what is it that determines whether someone actually has that potential voice to become a an, an opera singer with that very powerful, very resonant voice? What, what, what actually creates that within us?
2: Well, I think we all have uh, a voice we can use, and we can use it much better. But I think that... Um it has a lot to do to to be who you are and to allow the voice to go deep down in the body and allow yourself to be who you are when you, you when you speak, when you sing. Um, of course, it's a lot of, of breathing technique. you have to to breathe deep down, uh, as I say, beneath the navel. you have to come down beneath the navel. Not only in the chest, and not—it's uh, not good enough in the stomach. You have to go deeper down. You have to be focused beneath the navel in your hara center, hara, hara. You know that center, um, and you have to. Yeah, that's that's something of it. It's interesting.
1: I, it's interesting, Elizabeth, because uh, a lot of the healing work we do is focused on the womb space and the hara. The womb for women and the hara for men, because that 's where a lot of the accumulated dross uh, f- comes and where the clearing needs to take place, so just by speaking or singing from that place uh, will be a healing process
2: absolutely, and what I think in in our world also what could be what could create the best singers, the best uh, uh, you know, situated voices. Also, is not to be so perfect, to reject being so perfect all the time because it it just um, you know you you are limiting your whole breathing, you are limiting your voice, you are limit limiting your personality when you are thinking you're you're so goal orientated that you must do things perfectly and at the at a yeah beautiful or whatever perfect. But I think you have to free all that stuff.
1: Absolutely. So, Elizabeth, tell us what what is the actual essence of your work? What do, What do you actually do uh, with with this information that you've gathered? And obviously, you have a real passion about what What? How do you use that in your work?
2: Yes, in my work, I really want people to to come beyond the masks, beyond their their, their roles, all the 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 things they have learned and built up to also you could say the ego it's beneath the ego and down or in or up or what you call it to the essence, the authentic parts, the soul into the soul, where there's a kind of eternity, like when we're doing the voice work, a lot of time is not existing it just um, you know it's like an uh, eternal now you come into an eternal now this eternal soul which is, has ever been there. And, and that's how, what you, know, how, you can Yeah. How, how do you <laughs> yeah. get
1: people there? How, how do you take people to that authentic place within themselves?
2: Well, it doesn't take so long time. <laughs> it, it does not really. Um, when, when we train, I train both the body, the voice, and without words, the sounds, and uh, going beneath all the roles all the masks and uh, very very quickly and i think it's the voice who's going the who's doing the quick work when we are not using all the the words and not up in the head all the time not being so mental all the time when we allow ourselves to come into the body and allow the sound it goes quite quickly it's like the sound is combining us to the spiritual world where it's limitless, you know. And people, when, when they sound, they come into another kind of state. It's not mental and it's not focused in the mind. It's so free and it's so uh, healing. And
1: you mentioned earlier about um, doing some free free voice work in meditation. How- with with a group, how does that work? How, how how do you what do you actually do in terms of getting to that place with the sounds and tones?
2: Well, I have different methods, but one of the methods are that we're sitting in in a circle and we start with one the same uh, tone, and we keep it for for a while as just it must manifest this tone, and then I uh, speak about trying to. Um, to free the voice to improvise and of course it takes some time when if you're not used to do that you're a little shy you're you a little judging yourself you have all this stuff you know going on the judge inside oh no I can't do that and and she's oh that, that's that's no I can't that. you know you're stopping yourself but it, it doesn't um, if you allow it, it it goes away the judge will will uh, lie down and <laughs> And, and you know, and then you begin to open up to free sounds, and then after twenty minutes maybe we we close the, the circle again, and then people uh, thought maybe well, was we we have been sitting one minute? No, we have been sitting one, half an hour or so. So the time is just flying away.
1: And if this, in, this inner critic and this judge—it's so powerful, isn't it? Where you know, in terms of what you've just described, it's you know, wow. What, uh, what was it? What am I supposed to be doing? You know, what, what, what is this all about? And and what's the right way? And and all that. All those thoughts come into your mind, don't
2: they? They are really uh, very, very uh, critical. We, we, I think we are brought up. Many of us with those critics, you know. Uh, always doing the right thing and do it uh, correctly and so on. So I also have this um, method that we're doing things. I, uh, when when this comes in, the judge is, is too big or too judging. We have this method that do it lousy. Okay, we allow ourselves to do it lousy. What's the worst sound you can make? <laughs> yes. Let that out. So just to let it out. Yeah. And then you know it's uh, fantastic because people sing much better after that. It's the, the sound is the voice is freeing itself after that, because you allow something to to go away and then you it slips you know, and then then you're more free, and that's wonderful.
1: So this is partly what this work can can do for people.
2: Right, free themselves coming into the deeper authentic part of themselves the soul maybe
1: yeah so do you see a connection uh, between uh, from the work that you're doing with the bigger picture of what's happening on the planet at a a global level
2: yes and that's of course it's yeah I think so because we are in a very very uh, exciting um, period of time I think so do I (laughs) yeah it's, uh, it's It's amazing what is happening all over the world. It's also crisis, of course, but, you know, in crisis, all the new stuff. We are lifting our conscious level, I think, all over the world. And um, I think sound is such a powerful instrument. And when people sing together, it doesn't mean anything if you are born in... Australia or you are from Denmark or you are from Turkey or green you know wherever you are there's no limits because we are in one like the world are singing in in, in one so sound and singing could really combine could could um unite people all over the world
1: What's the most uh, inspiring piece of music you've ever performed
2: Oh That's a difficult question. I love so many pieces, and um, well, what just well um, I don't well I maybe I don't uh, I can't choose maybe but
1: um, perhaps I'll give you a chance to think about it over the next break, and then you can uh, come come back and sing a sing a few sing a few notes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was just in my meditations this week um, in reflecting on Remembrance Day and, and, and what that is. I played the beautiful haunting melody of Schindler's List at the start of meditation, and it just, to me, just takes people into that very deep um, space of... This The music is just so takes you into that emotional place uh, to get the meditation, to, to get us into that space of of connection and love and peace and harmony through what is a very um, challenging piece in some ways, in terms of, of the, the music produced for that movie. We're yes. coming up to our last break, Lisbeth, so we'll take that now and okay. we'll return with Lisbeth Holtman. It's Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
0: The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network.
3: Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to myheartcenteredjourney.com for more information.
0: We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews, Greater awareness. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
1: Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tung. Just a reminder, if you want to be involved in our live meditation tomorrow at 11.30 Pacific or if you wish to listen archived, just go to petertung.com and my events page and just click on that link and you'll get further information about the live meditations which will be available from now on every Thursday. And with me today, Lisbeth Holtman, who's written a book called The Power of the Voice. Very, very interesting. Very readable book, uh, and it's one of those books that be very, very helpful in helping us in the world, in our relationships, and connecting with other people. So, Elizabeth, just tell the listeners how they can connect with you, and how they can get the book.
2: Yes, you can get the book at Amazon, and Blackwell's, and Barnes and & Noble's, and of course, John Hunt Publishing, where uh, who's my publisher and um also you can uh, you can not get the book at my website but we, you can uh, you're free to look at my website because we are actually planning a tour in the US for the spring so my website is www and it's called voxmondo v o c s m o n d o .com no 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 dot, .dk <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. And what does Vox Mundo mean for our listeners that don't know? Yeah,
2: Vox Mundo is um, it's the same as saying a world of voices. Ah.
1: V o c s m o n d o dot d k from Denmark. Perfect. Thank you very much indeed.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so let's talk a, a little bit now about some examples uh, of cases where you've worked with a particular voice archetype and a certain personality of person and, and what you have done and how it's worked to change the voice or help the person resolve something that, that needed to be resolved.
2: Oh, yeah. I can take one uh, example from the book um, who because I remember him so well. It was um, a singer, in fact, more a singer in the musical um, style was coming to me and he both in his speaking voice and his singing voice he was so loud you know speaking very big and huge voice all and he he was singing like uh, a lot of stuff was going on it was such it was exaggerating and
1: um so he was a trombone was he
2: he was a trom. Okay, yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you for no,
1: telling. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I was just listening. I'm,
2: I forgot I'm tuning in. <laughs> yeah. He was a trombone. He, uh, yes. And then after a while, we we came more and more into. I I asked him also some questions. If he could, if he could sometimes um, sing more softly and more small with a small voice and he seems not to he seemed not to to understand what I said in the beginning but after some time he began to come into that little voice of his and um, at a certain time he 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 just uh, began to cry when we hit some tones as if it was tones He, he has he had forgotten he had them and it brought him into some kind of contact with himself that he had forgotten, also, or lost part of him, I could say. And then he began to experiment with this new kind of um, quality in the voice, and it was so beautiful. I was, I was beginning to cry too because that was so beautiful to hear him. And he had a lot of story in that because he had, um, he had not had a, a good. Uh, childhood with um an awful father and um in in a kind of uh, protecting himself and um you know creating this very very big voice so no, n- nobody could hurt him he was also a, a he, he he yeah he jumped into fights with others when he was a child and so on and he was um what he called it in English, he was um, beaten by a, by a bigger boys or in school and so on, and he had built this like protection up in his voice. And when the, when when this was going the other way round, that he was coming into the the deeper deeper personality and the deeper voice, it was so beautiful. It was like he found something. Of himself, and um, it influenced a lot of him in his life also. He, he was having this ability to sing quietly and to be intimate also with people. It was not only the singing voice; he became better in um, in being intimate and talking more closely. In fact, now I know he find he he. Um, at last, he found his girlfriend because also that was um, a bit scary to people when he was, you know, talking all the time when when they were going into be intimate. He was also this very very trombone uh, uh, archetype, so he um, he found that quality, yeah, and just a greater Im- emotional expression at all. Yeah.
1: So, just give us one one
2: more example, Elizabeth. Yeah, and then I have, um, I also have some uh, wolf voices. I lately have a a powerful um, female <laughs> wolf voice who was very, very angry. But she didn't know she was angry. And when we began our work with her anger, letting her anger out and letting her uh, letting, uh, come out of control and, you know, then there was a, a little girl also there and um, a frightened girl. And uh, when she began to, to lose that frightenedness and let it come out, and uh, her voice changes. He, she had a more softer voice. She could uh, reach her, her colleagues at work much better because she was also pushing away. With that, you know, a little anger in the voice all the time. She was. And everybody said at that time that you seem to be um, angry all the time, and she didn't know, she she didn't believe it. But then she began to speak. She was not a singer at all, but she began to speak more softly. And um, of course, she had much better contact and communication with her colleagues
1: after that so Elizabeth there's tremendous uh, healing that can take place through working with the voice and, and, and this awareness uh, of what, how we're actually coming across to people we, we've, yes, come absolutely. To, we've, yeah. we've, we've come to this at the end of our time together and I'm, I really want to thank you for today and this really interesting uh, slightly different look at the way we are and finding our authentic self through, through the voice so thank you so much for, for joining me on the show today
2: Thank you, Peter, too. Thank you for joining.
1: So I think Lisbeth will will actually be interested in next week's guest, James Swagger, who is an expert on Newgrange in Ireland, and he'll be talking about the builders of the megalithic mounds and structures in Europe and in Ireland in particular, uh, the astronomical connections to the star constellations and the planets and the sun and the moon, but he'll also be talking about the use of acoustics Uh, to shift our conscious awareness in these sacred sites in the megaliths. And I'm sure Lisbeth would be a phenomenal person to have along (laughs) in those megalithic structures to make some of these incredible tones that I'm sure she's very capable of making. So that would be a a really interesting show. And he actually has a contact with uh, Denmark as well. I think one of his parents was Danish. And so Ah, he did a lot of traveling between Ireland and Denmark looking at these uh, megalithic structures. So that's James Swagger joining us next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show with Elizabeth Holtman. Have a wonderful week. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
0: We hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tung for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.